please give a warm South Texas welcome to Pastor Buddy Kermines. Thanks for having me and Buddy Buddy. What's up, Church Unlimited? How's everybody doing today? Doing good? Great to see you in God's house. And what an honor to just give a shout out to God Behind Bars, everyone watching Church Online in all of our locations. It is such an honor to be with you. When Pastor Bill invited me, I was like, man, I got to come through and fly through San Antonio. He's been talking and dreaming about that location for a while. But to see it firsthand, can I just tell you, I was just so inspired. It is just amazing. You guys have the absolute perfect name for a church. Church Unlimited, unlimited potential. Come on, unlimited faith, unlimited faith. Come on, let's give God a shout of praise today. We just start off that way. He's been so good to you, Church Unlimited. And man, I just encourage you in your generosity as God continues just to share the vision with your pastors. And I just know you're just going to break all through all those goals and everything and start the year off right in 2020. And I just want to just share this with you guys. As you're coming up on Christmas, I got to just share this before we jump into the word of God together. Is I just want to echo, when I heard you're having hot chocolate and cookies, I'm coming back. I'm flying back for that. And so I got, we got the snow, but we don't have the hot cookies and hot chocolate. So I'll see you at Christmas. Now, I I got to talk to my wife about that. But man, just invite somebody. See, my life, just real quick, uh, Reader's Digest, my, I, I was so far from God. I was angry at God. If you talk to me about God, I'd cuss you out. My marriage was kind of, is over. And um, someone had the love of their life to kind of love me back to life unconditionally. And they took the relational risk and invited me out to a church like Church Unlimited. And that one invite changed my marriage, changed my life, changed my family, and now it's changed the whole region. So you never know the power of the invite. And let's make sure we all invite people to all of our locations and uh, here at Church Unlimited. And I just wanted to share this with you too, is you have been blessed. Come on, Churchill, you've been blessed with the best in Pastor Bill and Pastor Jessica. Oh, come on, man. We can do better than that. You're blessed. There you go. We love them, my wife Debbie, and we just love them and their family and, and Mason and Cole and Sophie and what just a precious, precious family. And can I tell you this about your pastors? They're the real deal. They walk humbly before God. They love you. They pray for you. They brag about you. And the Bible says, don't let the uncommon become common. I just encourage you, you just keep, just, uh, just encourage them, pray for them. God's favor will pour out to you on every aspect of your life. We love you, Church Unlimited. It's great to be with you here today. <clears throat> it's an honor. And you know what? I'm going to make some eye contact. So I'll break eye contact. I want to just say this to you guys. We love you, Pastor Bill. Pastor Jessica, and the guy from Rocky over here. The Russian is here, right? You see him and Sophie, and I don't know where Mason is, but hey, we just love you guys. I want you to know that. So we're a week away from Christmas, right? So I thought it'd be cool to just kind of drop you in and prime the pump for your Christmas stuff and drop you into the Christmas text. So let's look at the Gospel of Luke uh, today, and we're going to look there today. And if I'm kind of a speaker, and if you'll kind of help me out, I'm like big and like call and response, and you know, so I'm going to ask. We're going to have a lot of fun here today, so don't leave me hanging. I don't want to feel like all by myself at all. Okay, so here's the deal. Gospel of Luke chapter 1, the angel of the Lord said unto Mary, he said, what church? He said, come on. Come on. You left me hanging. He said, what's that? 
He said, fear not. Why? For thou hast found favor with God and behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb and bring forth a son and shalt call his name. What church shall call his name? So there you go. So fear not. Why? Because Jesus is coming into your life. Fear not, Mary. Why? Because Jesus is about to come into your life. He shall be great and he shall be called the son of the highest. And the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father forever. Let's pray together. Father, thanks for the word of God, the house of God, church unlimited, Lord. And we just ask the spirit of God gives us a fresh revelation today from heaven. In Jesus' name, amen. I want to talk to you today, church, about too blessed to be stressed. Too blessed to be stressed. Pastor Buddy, don't you understand what time of the year it is? Don't you realize we're just a week away from Christmas? I mean, you know, I got places to be. I've got things to do. I still got the Christmas play. My kid's going to be the sheep. I got to go to the stupid little Christmas choir. And there's always that one that's off flute. And I got to sit there like I enjoy it. Listen, I just got a lot of, I got to go to the office party. I got to get the turkey. I got to get the ham. I got to get the packages. I got presents. I got to get the, I don't even have all the decorations. I've got pressure, 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 pressure. Don't talk to me today about being too blessed to be stressed. If you want to talk to me about something, talk to me about too stressed to be blessed. Over in 2020, maybe we can get there and that'll set the tone antenna for 2020. But right now, it's not a good time. It's pressure. My life's out of control. <laughs> Have you ever felt that way? Come on, let's just keep it real. Oh, yeah, yeah, it feels there's some healing happening right now in Jesus' name. <laughs> I know, man. So for me, like recently, like this, I'm a pretty competitive dude and I play basketball and uh, I'm undefeated. I'm just saying. I'm undefeated. That's not a lie. That is the truth. I am undefeated. In fact, the pastor's sons, they play hoop and they talk a lot of smack, but the sons of thunder went under. That's all I'm saying. Just getting it out there. You can be bitter all you want. Russian. But this summer I, I, I hit my, my Achilles, man. It went out and it didn't tear all the way. And Achilles like a major. I'm like, no, this is up my game. And then I'm on crutches and then I'm trying to avoid surgery. And then I'm on crutch. Not it's, I'm just having to just, just totally mess up my whole life. And then I'm on boot and then got off crutches. I was happy to be in the boot. And then I was through therapy and this is like going on five, six months. And then check it out two weeks ago, going into Christmas, two weeks. I'm better. I can go play basketball. I can do all these things. It's going to be an awesome Christmas. I get out of bed on a Sunday morning. My wife's already at church. and There's no one there. And I step out and out of my bed and boom, it goes. I got to call my set. I got to get crutches. I crutch in the church and I preach and people are like, what happened? We thought, and check this. This is a true story. We have a healing service that night. And I'm like, God, come on. Help a brother out. I am too stressed to be blessed. I need to be at a healing service, Jesus. And so I, I, I've just kind of been battling that. And, and, I, and I just want to share with us today, church, as we kind of just consider what God was doing around Christmas time. Is we hear these stories at first earshot, oh, isn't that great? And it's like, oh, Mary, oh, no, no. I, I, can you imagine, ladies? Can you imagine not finding out from a pregnancy test that you're pregnant, but from a complete stranger? 
I would be thinking, stranger danger, stranger danger, stranger danger, who are you? No, you're going to be pregnant. And you're going to be pregnant, and it's not going to be Joseph, your fiancé. What? And then, oh, by the way, one other thing I'd like to share with you. You're going to be pregnant. We know you're a virgin. We get all that. But here's the deal. You're going to be pregnant. It's not going to be Joseph. And it's going to be the Spirit of God is going to have the divine seed inside of you. And you're going to call him Jesus. Ah, you got to just put yourself today in Mary's sandals. I guarantee she was feeling, I'm just too stressed to be blood. This is way too much data to take in and process. And then you know what, man, I'm sure she's thinking, man, what, what, what's true? You just, you imploded my life. Joseph is going to, what guy's going to believe this? What, what are my parents going to say? What, what's my family going to say? What are people going to say when they see me pregnant and all of that? I, I'm just, you know, I am just too stressed to be blessed. And then consider, as she had to kind of play the movie out, how's it, how's that going to go parenting the son of God. How's that going to go? I can just imagine Mary, that a marriage, Mary just went, when baby Jesus gets a little bit older and go, okay, baby Jesus, look at mommy. Can you say mama? Come on, baby Jesus. Mama. You can, mama. Mother. I can just imagine that as she's raising this child, she must have just been overwhelmed. Okay, you're getting a little bit older, baby Jesus. I'm going to help you walk in just one step. Hold mommy's hands one step at a time, Jesus, little, little Jesus. You can do this. Actually, mother, I remember. Because the Bible says in the Gospel of John, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. I know you don't have the New Testament yet, but I know it. <laughs> it actually says in Colossians that all things were made by him, and without him nothing was made that was made. That was me, Mom. <laughs> so when we were walking the Trinity, we got together, and we said we're going to make it like a pendulum, and this is going to be the motion of kinetic energy of motion into gravitational energy and back as it moves through the bottom of its arc, the pendulum velocity, and thus its kinetic energy. Mass times velocity squared divided by two. At the top of the arc, the pendulum slows down to a stop, and but at that point, it is potential energy, which changes the equation to mass times gravity times height at its peak, and then the pendulum falls back to potential energy and is converted back to kinetic energy mother. I love you, mommy. The stress. How do you raise the son of God? Too stressed to be blessed. I was too stressed to be blessed with this ankle. And I've been asking God for help. My, my, my daughter comes and says, Dad, I can help you. I had problems with my foot. I've been on crutches too. And through, because she ran a 5K on a broken leg. Amazing. The stamina. Incredible. And she says, Dad, water therapy will help you. She says, I want you to go with me tonight. I'm okay. Oh, all right. Thanks, sweetheart. We'll go. And so we go. And um, I, she left out some key information. One, it was at the YMCA. I like to work out, but I don't like to go to the YMCA. I kind of like doing my workouts private because I'm like a public person. I don't want to like run into everybody. 
I just want to get in and get out. And so we go in, and she didn't tell me it was in the deep end. I'm like, what class are we going to, Nat, here? What's going on? Oh, it's water aerobics. Do you know the demographic at water aerobics, people? I didn't bring a towel. Can we all agree the towel is a strategic garment, people? You can do a lot of covering. I've got all kinds of moves that I can kind of be strategic with my towel. I got no towel. I got to bathe it. I go up to the deep end. The instructor goes, oh, you're new. And I said, yes. And she goes, we're going to have to fit you for your floaty. She then she puts this thing on me, right? And she says, oh, you're a kind of large human. So we're going to need an extender for you. And I'm like, and there's people around. And she puts this floaty and this extender on me. And I've got one goal, church. Get into the pool. Jump in, Kermit, as quick as you can. You got no towel. People might get a shot of this and put it on social media. Not cool. Get in the pool. And then, to my horror, my greatest fear became a reality. I heard these words. Pastor Buddy? I never thought I'd see you here. And I kid you not, the follow-up immediately was, Pastor, I don't know how I feel about my pastor seeing me in a bathing suit. And immediately, I can't say this at my church, but I'll just share it with Keep It Between Us. You know what I thought? I don't know how I feel about seeing you in your bathing suit either. And so I jumped in the pool. And then I had a great time with my daughter, YMCA, YMCA. Maybe you're feeling too stressed to be blessed. Maybe you're like Mary, just overwhelmed. We have to understand, Church Unlimited, that the, why this is so paramount is that the enemy is after your peace. Because once he steals our peace, then we find ourselves stressed. And when we're stressed, God can't work his best in us. When we are stressed, what happens is God rests. And when we are working in our own skin and our own talent, and our own abilities, and I'll figure this out and I got this, what the Bible calls that is works of the flesh. And it is so easy, isn't it? Just the smallest thing can trigger just to steal your peace. Your spouse maybe said something today, just ticked you off. Somebody maybe took your parking spot. Somebody maybe took your seat. What's going on? Somebody, maybe your kids did something. Maybe uh, somebody at the mall, maybe somebody cut you off in traffic. These are little things that, that, if we're not careful, can just come in and just take our peace away. And when the enemy takes our peace away and we give into that, we're distracted. And if he can keep us distracted, then we're discouraged. And he keeps us from our God-given destiny. God doesn't want us to live our lives. He didn't send Jesus Christ here so we could live the rest of our lives trying to figure everything out on our own and living our lives too stressed to be blessed. No, he sent Jesus at Christmas time so we could live all the days of our life in a spirit of I am too blessed to be stressed. Maybe this is why the angel said, fear not. Did you know I read that fear not is mentioned 365 times in scripture. Maybe God put that in there for every day of the year that we will pause 
and say, I'm not going to live my life today. I'm not going to live my life today in an attitude and an atmosphere of all stressed out. I'm not going to do it. I'm going to say, fear not. Why? Because Jesus is with me. Fear not because Jesus is with me. Fear not because Jesus is with me. Well, how do we get that peace? How, how do we do it? How do we get practical? What is the Bible? It's, okay, it's, what do I do with all this? I've got real stuff going on, Pastor Buddy. The doctor actually told me that I may not be here next Christmas. I've got somebody around. I'm going to the Christmas tree this year, Pastor, and I've actually been by the graveside recently. I don't, I don't know how to handle the sick. I don't know how to finish. I'm, I'm, a, I'm overwhelmed. I feel like I'm in a world of trouble. Jesus goes on to tell us, because that baby didn't stay a baby. That baby's name was the Prince of Peace. That baby then grew up, and his first message was, blessed are the peacemakers. His mid-message and his collection of talks was, hey, I want you to make sure no matter what, you've seen me, you've watched my flow, you've watched my rhythm, hold on to your peace and make sure that watch leaders how people welcome you and then watch if they're listening and heeding because if not, you're wasting your time and your peace is your power. So what you need to do is dust, dust the feet. Uh, what's it called? Get the feet off your dust, just dust it and say, move on. He says, do not let your peace rest with them. If God moved them out of your life, they were never part of your destiny. Hold on to your peace. Hold on to your peace. Your peace is your power. And then this is fascinating to me. It's the ultimate leadership of our Lord and Savior is before he goes to the cross, he's thinking, of, he's thinking about you and he's thinking about me right now. And he spoke these words that could give us a compass of when we feel overwhelmed with life. And let's look together. The Bible tells us this in John chapter 16. Jesus says, I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble. But take heart. Why? I have overcome the world. Let's consider this. Jesus is saying, when you feel like you're in a world of trouble, you're not. This world is going to be full of trouble, but you never have to feel like you're in a world of trouble. Here's why. Because in me, you can have peace. In the world, it's going to be full of trouble, but you never have to feel like, I'm in a world of trouble. I'm overwhelmed. Why? Because in me, in Jesus, you can have peace, regardless of what's going on in this wheels-off fallen world. In Jesus today. We can have peace. In this world, there are going to be times where we're tempted to feel like, man, I'm in a world of trouble. God, I don't know. It's full of trouble, but we can choose peace in Christ. Let's look at the next verse. Jesus says this before he goes to the cross. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. So what he's telling us is you have this peace inside of you right now, whether we feel it or not. He says, I do not give it to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. Fear not, fear not, fear not, fear not, fear not, fear not. The next time you're tempted, just a, maybe just a little off center, or maybe you just forgot it's really coming in. You're taking incoming fire from all different sides. God just wants you to know, I've given you, I've given you peace. It's inside of you. I, you, your circumstances don't need to change in order for you to have peace. Well, God, I can only have peace if, will you heal this thing? Because it's going on a little too long. Well, God, I can only have peace till this thing turns. No, 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 no. 
We can have peace right now. How many would say, Pastor, sign me up for some of that. I like to have that. I like to ask. Come on, anybody? Anybody here? Yeah. All right. I'm like, yep, me, me, hand, hand, leg, leg, everything. I'm all in. I want to live there. So how do we do it? The answer is found in the Power Rangers. Anybody remember the Power Rangers? Anybody remember this? This was the precursor to Marvel. They really owe it to the, the Power Rangers started in 1993, and it's this kind of uh, superhero deal. My kids watch this all the time, and by 2001, $6 billion. It's kind of changed hands from Hansborough Disney and back and forth, but it's still going on generationally. My son, who's like seven years old, and it got him this Christmas gift because the Power Rangers, they would morph into something else, and there was these Power Ranger gloves, and you put them on. And he was so excited about this, my son, Devin, and because he didn't just put them on, they made the noise of the show. And so he opened up Christmas, he put them on, and then he put them on. This is with this little, little kid, the crew cut and everything. I see it in my mind's eye. And he just got, he was like, the best gift he got at Christmas. And he put them on and he morphed. Whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. Every time he moved, they make the noise. I mean, he was all in. I go, Devin, can you take the gloves off? No. Devin, are you going to take them off for school? No. Why? I'm a Power Ranger dad. Devin, are you going to take them off to eat? No. He was obsessed. But watch this. Watch this. How do we get God's peace? Where is it? Pastor, I'm not feeling it. This is a secret. It's right here. And, he, and the Bible tells us this. Let's look at it. Jesus said in Philippians 4, 6 through 7, he said, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need. Thank him for all he's done. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything and any understanding. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. You have to activate your own peace. Nobody else. Your spouse can't give you peace. Your parents can't give you peace. Your pastor can't give you peace. Your boss can't give you peace. The government can't give you peace. There's only one person that can give you peace, and it's Jesus Christ, but you have to activate it, and you have to activate it with your voice. The Bible says Jesus taught in Mark eleven twenty three. He said, it's not enough to pray and it's not enough to believe. He said, you have to open up your mouth and speak to your mountain. In other words, your trouble is talking to you. And if you don't learn to talk back to trouble, it's not going to move. You have to open up your mouth because your spirit is only going to respond to your voice. And you got to go on offense and stop playing defense and letting the devil wreak havoc in your life and say, enough is enough. I'm not letting the enemy steal my peace any longer. So how do you do it? You got to say it. Just get out. I literally do this. I literally say this. And I think of my son, you just have to say activate peace now.
what God wants to do in our lives, family of God, is to put a force field of peace all around your life. But you have to activate it. God behind bars, you have to activate it. Church online, you have to activate it. Every church unlimited location, you have to activate it. How do I activate it? God gave us the application. Jesus says, don't worry about anything. I want you to say that out loud. Go ahead. Let's say it with a little more oomph. Let's say it. Wait for the cue. <laughs> Actually, you just stole my piece. One, two, three. Don't worry about anything. Every location. Pray about everything. Tell God what you need. Thank God. Force feel the peace. But Pastor Buddy, I'm worried and I'm worried about this and I'm worried about what the doctors I'm worried about. You see, it just went away. Worry is a thief. Worry, the root of worry is fear. God hasn't given us a spirit of fear, but of love, power, and a sound mind. I wonder if we just tweaked that verse a little bit, said, God hasn't given us a spirit of worry if we would approach worry differently. It's almost like acceptable in the Christian community. Worry will steal your worship, and worry is a thief. Pray about everything. Maybe so many times I've struggled with panic attacks. I've struggled with anxiety. God has helped me, and it's been a journey. But I found out that many times, listening, and I say this respectfully, you can get good Christian counseling and everything, but Jesus is your counselor. And I want to ask us a question. We come and get in this culture of, well, does everybody talk to everybody else? Don't talk to everybody else. Talk to God first. Pray about everything. 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 Tell God what you need. Tell him what you need. It's counterintuitive because as you grow up and you're growing up in maturity means, man, I'm getting older and I'm getting more independent and I don't need to talk to my parents. This, that's healthy. But it's reversed in the Christian world. Actually, the older I get, the more I'm leaning into my heavenly father. God, I need you. I need to talk to you about everything. I don't want to do things in Buddy Cremins' strength any longer because I get stressed out way too quick. I need you in every area of my life. It's like you kind of go reverse. And I remember when my dad, he was like six foot four, larger than life. And I remember when I was a little kid that he would hold me in his arms. And when I was, he'd hold me and he'd kind of carry me from the car and stuff. And I was like, Nothing could bother me because I was in my father's arms and I'm here to declare to you church unlimited that God has you. God's got you. God's got you. God's got you. To be absent from this body is to be present forevermore with the Lord. God's got you. God's got you. If you're in the doctor, God's got you. No matter what it is with cancer, God's got you. If you don't know, you feel so overwhelmed. Your heavenly father has you. All you got to do is say, I got to just talk to my God. I got to pray to him and I'm not going to leave anything back. I'm going to tell him everything I need. So I got out of the peace. Oh my gosh, it just happened. I got to get back in. How do I do it? Activate peace now.
How do we do it? How do we do it? This isn't a Christmas message. This is a lifestyle message. This isn't 2020. This is the rest of your life. So when you're by the graveside, the Holy Spirit will bring this back. Whenever you feel overwhelmed, you've got to say, activate peace now. And then say this with me. Don't worry about anything. Pray about everything. Tell God what you need. Thank God. Don't worry about anything. Pray about everything. Tell God what you need. And thank God. And the peace that transcends all understanding in this world of trouble because of Jesus will come in and he will take care of your heart and he will take care of your mind and he will flip the worry into worship and after you've been in his presence you're like he's got me I'm good and I'm good because Jesus peace is activated in my life. If you receive that today, you say, Pastor, I receive it today. Just raise your hand high. We pray together, church. Holy Spirit, we thank you as you're going down each and every seat. And we thank you for the word from the revelation from heaven. And I pray, God, you bring this back time and time again. We're activating your peace now by we're speaking it. We're saying it. We're making a decision, not just at Christmas, but at any time of the year. We're going to be people of peace. That when worry comes in, don't worry about anything. Pray about everything. That's what we're going to do, Father. We're going to be very transparent with you. And stop trying to do things in our own strength. And then we're going to thank you. And we're going to worship you. I thank you, Father. I thank you for this house. I thank you for the pastors. I thank you for what you're doing. It is so inspirational. Surround this house. Surround the pastors. You're our God. You're our defense and you're our refuge. Surround the angels around their marriage, their family, their kids, every location, the staff, the team, this church body, that they move forward in peace every day of their life because of Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. If you've never invited Christ in your life, it's my highest honor to lead you to him right now. Would you say this prayer and say it straight from your heart right to God's heart? at all of our locations today. Dear Jesus, thank you for loving me. I believe you're the son of God. I believe you died on the cross and you rose again. I ask forgiveness for my sins and I make you my Lord and Savior. Jesus, I give you my life. Jesus, I give you my life. Thank you for your peace. In Jesus' name, amen.